This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I cherish the value of opposable thumbs. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Rem, I, I've got I've got a confession to make. Oh, okay. Uh, is this finally where you confess your love to me? Uh, no, no. I'll no. be honest. It might it might anger one or both of our girlfriends. <laughs> I feel like your <laughs> I feel like your girlfriend just expects it at this point. Yeah, no, uh, she, she'd be cool with it. That's I mean, because it's got to be said, Rem, you are a bit of a whore. <laughs> the the impression you're giving our listeners, I could I could try to explain or clarify, but I but I like the the mystery. <laughs> I will say, Rem has never cheated on anybody. It's true. It's yeah, true. he's he's very good, but he is still a bit of a whore. Yes. Yeah. So just just interpret that as you will, whether it's through art or or uh, the medium of text. through art. Are you, are you encouraging them to to create art of me as a whore to some degree? Not just what. Just if they're gonna create art and they're gonna create <laughs> art of you. I just feel like just they should make have sure the freedom. they have that whorish flair. <laughs> yeah, just the freedom to, you know, express <laughs> themselves, you know? Oh, God. All right, well, uh, what, what, what confession do you have for me, Sean? Uh, I am not over Halloween being over. Uh, I, I agree with that. It, it feels like it comes and ends so soon. And, like, especially this year where we didn't get to be as spooky as we wanted to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely some, a little bit of disappointment, I think, which we feel, I'm sure many of our listeners, they, they felt to that as well yeah and so i thought that i would dip back into something a bit more edgy a bit more dark and a bit more horror related okay i'm i'm all in i am all in to to dark edgy horror related oh yes 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 and uh today i've got a bit of an interesting one for you rem it's been requested quite a bit uh because a lot of folks think that it'll be uh your bag you know right up your alley oh yeah uh and other people will think that it's a. Uh, well, it's edgy. Oh, it's edgy. Oh. It's a very oh edgy show. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, because, Remington, the show I have for you today is simply called uh, Parasite the Maxim. All right. Uh, this wouldn't happen to be uh, the anime adaptation of the Oscar-winning film The Parasite, or rather just Parasite, is it? Uh, how sci-fi is that film? Uh, not, not, not very. Not very, admittedly. Then probably not, Rem. Ah, oh, damn. Damn. Okay. Um, Follow-up. Knowing it it's a little bit sci-fi. Is this the anime adaptation to John Carpenter's The Thing? Well, actually. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny you should mention that, Rem. Uh, wow, that's that's interesting. Uh, hmm, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hello. Well, uh, well, you kind of threw me off my groove there a little bit there, Ram. Uh, <laughs> How did I? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, that's that's not very common to happen, but I'm I'm happy to uh, have done my service. Yeah, because I was I was about to ask you what you thought uh something called Parasite the Maxim could be about. You know, I was gonna do my whole spiel about trying to get you to guess what we're about to really get into, and uh, you know, it would have been you know a good standard uh, bit for the episode. You know, something we've done before, something that people will be like, hey. I know what goes on in these bits. Usually Rem says something horribly wrong and then we can laugh at him. <laughs> but then like one in 10 times, I am surprisingly accurate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, 
So uh, I take it this is in the one in ten from the sounds of it. Yeah, kind of Rem. Like hell yeah. Uh, because it is a it is a horror anime, sci-fi anime with lots of body horror specifically. That's where okay. a lot of the fear comes in. Okay. So so a, a little bit Akira esque. Yes. Uh, very Akira esque actually. Uh, so alternatively, uh, what was what was that one? You got to give me more than what was that one? One of our least listened to episodes. The movie it was real weird, but Violence it's Voyager? real good. Violence Voyager. Uh, w- which once again quite worthwhile. Definitely a weird. Uh, it is very weird. It's probably one of the weirdest <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. But I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so yeah, that sort of like that Akira. Though th- that's the realm I'm imagining right now. Yeah, that's a pretty accurate. Realm. Uh, so the uh, Japanese title is uh, Kiseju Seino Kakuritsu, mm, uh, yes. but Parasite is what most people call it because, I mean, yeah, but, and that's Parasite spelled with a Y, by the way. <laughs> of course, because it's, you know, it's sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, you got, and, and uh, the Maxim has uh, hyphens on either end of it. All right, sure, why not? Look, man, it's been a while since we've had, like, a very weirdly uh, font and text-based title, so I, I feel like I had to emphasize it. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners are very thankful. Oh, so, yeah. uh, what? T- tell me a little more about uh, Parasite Maxim. Well, it's uh, from our old friend. It's uh, made by our old friends Madhouse. Remember Studio Madhouse? I always get Madhouse mixed up with uh, the other one. The mm, Shaft. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those two, for some reason, I always get those two mixed up with one another. Yeah, because we don't usually talk about studios, and I'd like to. <laughs> they're, get... they're one of the few studios that I know. Yeah, that and uh, Kyo Annie. Of course. Yep, yep. Uh, but Madhouse, uh, f- as a reminder, are the folks who did Death Note, One Punch Man. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ore Monogatari. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, Chihayafuru as well. Uh, so, so, uh, place further than the universe. You know, a lot of really, really good stuff mixed in with some interesting stuff. <laughs> some interesting stuff he says for the shit. <laughs> but no, Madhouse is a very solid studio, and I like them quite a bit. Uh, and uh, this time around, it is they've uh, gone back to their roots of really dark and edgy uh, style anime. So, Parasite, Rem, is a uh, story about, you guessed it, parasites of the alien variety. So what, what, what's our setting? Are we on? Uh, are we on Earth? Are we on a different planet? Are we uh, on a we are on Earth. Uh, just an, and our main character is actually just a normal uh, Japanese teenager. Okay. Uh, okay. And here's the weird thing, Ram. They actually do look like teenagers in this. My God. Like yeah, like it has a horror esque style. So there's a lot of sharp lines to everything. So all of the people older than teenagers look older than teenagers, and the teenagers themselves actually look like they're not fully adults but are about to be. Are you telling me that in this? anime, you don't have the age dichotomy of you are either seven years old, 23 years old, or like a senior? Basically. Because <laughs> many other anime, th- that's the choices you have. <laughs> yeah, and like our main protagonist isn't pointlessly ripped for no reason. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, in fact, our protagonist is actually kind of a bit of a nerd. All right, so, so far our protagonist is just Sean, Japanese Sean. Okay, uh, listen here, just because it's a nerd <laughs> does not mean you have to throw all the shade in my particular direction. Oh, goodness. Uh, 
Oh, there we are. Uh, but no, uh, our show's uh, main character is simply uh, a 16-year-old high school student named uh, Shinichi Izumi. All right, good old Shinichi. Yep, he's a bit of a bit of an awkward, nerdy guy. Uh, fairly introverted, doesn't really talk much. Uh, has a couple friends, but not you know not not too many. Uh, and is you know just kind of going through life until one night uh, he wakes up in the middle of the night uh, with what appears to be a uh, a bug uh, getting on him. He freaks that's, out. That's why you always have to make sure you close your windows at night. Yes, Keep very yourself much nice so. and secure. Exactly. And uh, he wakes up because he actually has a crippling fear of bugs. Uh, that's fair. Which, you know, I, I can understand and respect. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it like the bug uh, flies onto him. He wakes up. He sees the bug, smacks it away, and it tries to jump back on him, uh, jumps onto his arm, and starts burrowing into his arm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, God. Yep. And so uh, doing the only thing uh, he could think to stop it, he grabs his headphone cables and makes a a tourniquet around his arm (laughs) to prevent it from crawling further up into his body. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Here we go. We're getting into it, boys. Oh, yes, we are. And uh, then the next day, uh, Shinichi, uh, some weird things are happening with uh, with our boy here. He's uh, His hand doesn't really feel the same anymore. Like, it feels a bit off, a bit weird. Uh, and I mean, it's frankly, occasionally just could... acting of its own accord. I don't know, man. It could just be the, the, the lack of blood going <laughs> to it. <laughs> what, you're saying cutting off the circulation in your arm for an extended period of time could cause problems? Uh, uh, a little bit, yeah. It might, it might not be medically sound. Maybe you, like, visit a doctor. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd think that. You'd think that. Uh, although, I will just clarify, uh, due to my limited medical training, I will say a tourniquet is actually much safer than people say it is. Like, you can have a tourniquet on for a decent amount of time uh, and still be fine. It's when you leave it on for, like, a long, long, long-ass time is when it can be problematic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that being said, uh, next day, his hand is kind of weird. It's kind of occasionally like he, getting he stuck hasn't, on. Hmm? He hasn't handled any of this for a day. You have a bug in your arm and you just go about living your life? Yeah, yeah, I mean. What the fuck? Like, he, he looked at his arm after, uh, you know, he stopped it and he there wasn't like a wound. So he might have thought it was some kind of weird nightmare, you know, as you do. But he keeps the tourniquet on? No, 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 no. He, he oh, tourniqueted okay. it off his, and, his, and he was freaking out. His parents came in and they were like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, and he's like, there's a bug in my arm. And they're like, oh, yeah, where's where? And they're like, right here. Don't you see the blood in the hole? Oh, there's no blood. There's no hole. Oh, I see. I, mm, I must have been mistaken. <laughs> it's an it's an easy mistake to make, you know. I mean, haven't you ever woken up with night terrors before, Rem? Yeah, you know, a night of of bath salts, you wake up, bugs are all over and you're like, "Ah, shit." That's just a regular Tuesday for you, is it? <laughs> Tuesday, 3 a.m. sharp. Amazing. Uh, But yeah, no, uh, and his hand is weird. It keeps getting, like, caught on things. It feels like it's acting on of its own accord occasionally. You know, it just doesn't feel right. And this motherfucker still thinks, like, oh, who needs to visit a doctor? Uh, well, he does start to think that later down the line. Uh, but, uh, something kind of stops him. Uh, and that something is when his, uh, hand, uh, grows eyes and a mouth and starts talking to him. (laughs) 
Oh God! All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That that'll that'll fuck you up. Yep. And Remington, what this show is about is about uh, Shinichi uh, dealing with his new uh, arm that has been replaced by this parasite, uh, who uh, affectionately is called uh, Migi, which is uh, just right because it's his right arm. Can, can I? Can I? I know. I'm almost positive this isn't the route this is gonna go. But you know what? I would love to see. What's that? I would love for this to just end up as just like a. A, a buddy film style show, right? Right. Where, but like super edgy in the style, but just like breaking that and having them like sass each other, but eventually they just start to get along and then they're just best buds, him and his right arm, you know? Yeah. Uh, I I would, don't get me wrong. I love some spooky, edgy bullshit. What the fuck is going on? Um, But I would also love that type of subversion. I will say there are moments of levity because uh, Migi, uh, one, wants to learn everything and simply all it really wants to do is survive uh and the thing is migi is not the only parasite yep yeah that i mean there, there can't only be one nope and so uh migi uh tries to learn things and research things and experiment with things because it, it's think of it as like a machine that wants to learn but it's all organic that's basically the kind of personality we're going for with migi okay okay yep and the show is simply uh about them trying to survive as well as trying to figure out what the hell is going on and not be murdered by the parasites that were a bit more successful. All right. I mean, I like the premise so far. Yeah, no, it's a very solid premise. Uh, came out in uh, fall of 2014 uh, and was very well received at the time. So hopefully, Rem, you'll find something to enjoy about it. All right. I'm, I'm optimistic. Uh, fingers crossed. Let's do this shit. All right. Let's get back into some spooky stuff with Parasite the Maxim. It got into my hand and it went bad. So I lopped it off at the wrist. But that didn't stop me. Oh, I am parasite. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming four whole episodes of Parasite Maxim. And Remington, is it just me or does uh, your hand feel uh, hand feel a little bit weird, a little bit off? You know, li- yeah, a li- little bit tingly, a little bit tingly. Um, it also, it's been talking to me, but that that's pretty status quo. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, we talk about our girlfriends all the time, but it's really weird to bring them up by name. <laughs> Uh, Sean, I have a question uh, about Parasite. Before we, we really delve into things, um, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't need to know everything about what people are saying about Parasite quite yet. I, 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 have, I have a simpler question, Sean. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. sure, I'm sure that you have read uh, in, in your preparation quite a bit of feedback and reviews of this show, right? Uh, I, I just want to know uh, if in these reviews, if like the following words show up if if the words uh deep dark psychological philosophical cerebral uh any any of those words have a tendency to pop up in in people's reviews uh well let's see uh just off the top of the cuff uh a couple there's there's a couple all right uh god help us all all right so let's jump right in to (laughs) to parasite the maximum (laughs) Don't worry. Uh, I'll I'll explain further. Um 
But boy, oh boy, uh, I'll, 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 let me be up front. Let me lay my cards out on the table. Um, if you are a big fan of Parasite, if you, if you wrote a review that had any of those words that I listed or would describe Parasite with any of those words, um, you may not like what I have to say. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Well, here we go. I try to be nice and give you another uh, horror-esque show, and uh, this is what I'm met with. Well, and you know what? I So uh, we, we recently did Talentless Nana, right? I want Correct. to put that one to the side because I'm going to make a comparison at the end with Talentless Nana um, okay. and Parasite. So we'll put a pin in that for now. Yep. Uh, but, but, you know, let's just jump right in. Uh, episode one of Parasite the Maxim, right? It opens... Right. Uh, it has a strong opening with, uh, we just see a house and then there's two people and this guy, his face opens up very similar to like Demi Gorgon from, uh, Stranger Things. If you to have an, an easy image for those who haven't seen it, uh, that's what his face does. Just eats, uh, the other person and just murks them. And that's how we open, which is a strong opening. That's, that's a nice, intense, dramatic opening. Hell yeah. All in. Uh, then we go from there to in media res. We, we have our protagonist. Uh, Shinichi? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Shinichi, he's having breakfast with the fam, and he's like, oh, man, my arm is real weird, and oh, boy. And th they're just talking about the incident that happened. Um, then we, we we don't, at this stage, see exactly what happened. Uh, instead, uh, he's on his way to school walking, uh, and then his his friend and his love interest shows up behind him, goes for, for a, a nice playful karate chop from behind to surprise him. He catches it, turns... With, with his magic hand, turns around, just starts groping her, which of that that that'll set the pace in large part uh for this show. Um this show has a very strange fascination with molestation and sexual assault. It's one of the only crimes that this show knows of, but also is sometimes okay with like this example. It's it's a bit weird. We'll we'll get into that more, but just keep that in mind. Uh finally, finally Sean, we get the a flashback of exactly what happened. A little parasite worm trying to dig into his head he eats it it burrows into his arm uh he does the fastest tourniquet you have ever seen in your life like it's crawling up his arm at a frightening pace and then we just get a cut and the tourniquet is on um like half a second it took to grab his his headphone wires and apply the tourniquet man he he he's probably the best at applying tourniquets out of literally anybody at that speed. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to take a cable and wrap it around your arm, my man. No, but can you do so in less than a second? Can you grab these wires and apply the tourniquet in, I, I would say like a fourth of the second, actually. Uh, that's like the pace that needs to happen. Uh, but that that's one of the lesser errors, don't you worry. Uh, that's, I understand. That That's a little bit of a nitpicky issue. Um, they're, they're way worse. So after that, we, we, we cut back to, uh, we, we, we get back to Shinichi, right? He's walking home and he's thinking about how weird his hand is and what's going on. Uh, and then a little girl runs into the street as a car is coming. And so apparently, uh, the, the hand is capable. Uh, he, he just stops the car. He stops the car immediately with his super great alien hand, right? Uh, it rams into him. Uh, momentum not conserved. Don't worry about that. Uh, it's anime physics. You get used to it. Uh, and no one cares that that happened. 
one gives a damn. The little girl, the little girl's mom, the person in the car, none of them give a shit. Oh, well, God. it's more along the lines of, oh my God, what just happened? Freaking out, and then he kind of runs away before they can really do anything about it. I I suppose, but there's a solid there's a solid few moments there where it's like, oh, are you okay, child? Okay, person in the car, they, they don't even exist. It's just an inanimate car, as far as we're concerned. Well, they're um, probably dead behind the wheel, if we're honest. Yeah, but but nobody cares about man who just stopped an entire car with his hand. Don't worry about it. Uh, so he goes home and he's like, oh God, what's going on? And then uh, his face, ha ha I mean, his hand has a face now. Ho ho. And not only does it have a face, um, it has a very distinct face. It has the same exact features as the Ojama cards from Yu-Gi-Oh. You know the Ojama trio from Yu-Gi-Oh, Yeah, Yu -Oh, I, I'm Sean? familiar, Rem, but I'm surprised that you pulled uh, uh, pulled that because that was in Yu-Gi-Oh GX. And it's a spot-on goddamn comparison. The lips, the tentacle eyes, it's it, it's from the same planet. It's all the same shit, I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, so uh, Sh Shinichi, he decides, you know, it'd be reasonable to, to Google like what the fuck is going on right as you would i think that's fair that that's a rational step forward i'm sure you would agree sean right um and he can't find anything um so there's there's some weird very blatant uh not necessarily plot holes but just like world building discrepancies in this show and it's from from the impression it's given these creatures these parasites are everywhere right globally they are everywhere uh i mean just in in like this japanese neighborhood block alone there's like three or four of these things and we're told it is a global phenomenon however uh, amazingly shinichi is the first one that it didn't work on he's the first one to like wake up and and sort of stop it ish no one else even came close no one else has even noticed anything which okay maybe he is maybe it's notable because he's the first one but then later on like we're told about these crazy murders happening all over the globe because these parasites are, are killing a bunch of people um but then after days of these global catastrophic murders it's like oh man it's up to 84 really only 84 when there's like dozens of them per city presumably given the information we know it, it just it, it's not that there is a contradiction anywhere it's just that it it is inconsistent with what it's trying to give. It doesn't add up, Sean. doesn't fucking add up. Well, I mean, numbers are Just want are the hard, aliens Remington. to make some goddamn... <laughs> I, uh, don't get me wrong. I understand numbers are hard. Math can be difficult. Oh, boy, oh, boy. But you at least need to try. Like, it, it ruins the sense of immersion and, and the suspension of disbelief when you're just so wildly inconsistent with your world building. Just, you, you can just say that like, oh, it's not global. Actually, it's isolated in Japan for now, but it's likely to spread out. Even something like that would help make it make a little bit more sense, a little bit more. Uh, but no, no, that's not how it goes. Uh, it, so it's a little bit dumb, a little bit stupid, uh, but whatever. Okay, little world building discrepancies. Maybe that's just not, what they care about so uh, we get various scenes of a, of miscellaneous corpses, which are deemed the mincemeat murders, and they are identified as uh, a common trend globally, which is one hell of a thing, uh, because you would have imagined, especially because now knowing that after a few days it's it has risen to 84, like six people have 
been brutally killed or something by the time the news story happens, but already it's it's a global phenomenon and they've attached it all. I don't know, man. If if someone gets like brutally murdered in Brazil and then someone else gets brutally murdered in New Zealand, I would not suspect that there's a common trend towards those things, even if they were similar, because like there are lots of murders, unfortunately, every day. I don't know, man. It's, seems a little seems a little dumb. Seems a little bit dumb. Uh, but you know, whatever, whatever. Whatever. Maybe, maybe we need to focus more on the characters, Sean. So, Shinichi, he's got a hand talking to him. He is now aware of multiple deaths and understands that these are caused by similar creatures as his hand, right? So, uh, you would think, all right, well, now I need to start telling people about this, right? I need to start communicating to the authorities. Um, and, and Shinichi, he, he thinks about it, but he immediately discards it. Uh, he says he can't tell his mom or dad. He does not list a reason. Um, he can't go to the police. They think he's crazy. Uh, he can't, he says if they ran tests in a hospital, it'd be a big mess. He doesn't really explain what that even means. Like, how, how, what do you mean it'd be a big mess? What are you talking about? It's just plot convenience, Sean. It, it's just, it's just so that he doesn't do anything. And, and that's a little irritating. And later on, he starts to consider these things and like the hand will talk him out of it and persuade him out of it, which could have been a good scene if he hadn't already decided not to do these things. Like, <laughs> it sort of removes the tension. Uh, so it, it just doesn't feel meaningful or consistent. And it's just that Shinichi is real fucking dumb. He's just a dumbass. And there's so many, uh, ideally in a story, and I hate how often I have to mention it on this goddamn podcast. Ideally in a story, you, you have character motivations that are reasonably understood and explained. So we understand the characters, what they're going for, why they act the way they do. Um, we think that, okay, fair enough, given the information you know and who you are and your motivations, that does seem like a, a reasonable way that you would act rather than what the fuck you dumbass. It, it's like in the horror, it's why are you going into the basement? Why are you splitting up? Oh my God, what the fuck? But it, the answer is, well, they're in a horror movie and they need to die. So that's what they need to do. It's not good storytelling. It's just convenient. And Parasite, like so many other uh, anime that we've covered, falls into that trap hard and often. Uh, fortunately, even though it didn't get to his brain, it also starts changing his personality immediately. Uh, he used to be completely phobic of bugs. Now a spider walks by and he's totally fine with it. Just unfazed. Um, which is a quick change that's not super explained. But we're told this repeatedly throughout the show so far. Uh, people will be like, Shinichi, you've changed. You're a different kind of guy, Shinichi. But like, we don't know who the fuck Shinichi was before this. He was a blank slate of a man who turns into, I guess, slightly less blank slate of a man. And we don't see the change, but oh boy, we are told that he has changed. Okay, sure. I guess that's how character development works. You just tell us that it happened. Uh, the, the episode, uh, it, it reaches uh, an end as uh, Miggy, the hand, is like, oh, there's another one of me around. Uh, let's go towards it. And Shinichi's like, I don't know, but they go towards it. And then uh, they, they find a dog, which is great. Love a dog, good dog. Um, but it, it, it's an infected dog. Parasite was trying to get in a human. Instead, it got into a dog. 
dog. Uh, and then Miggy is like, oh God, let's actually run now. And so they start running uh, and the dog, it opens up into this horrendous uh, winged face creature, starts flying. Nobody sees this, this HR Geiger flying dog. Uh, nobody notices at all, including the people they recently passed by. Don't worry about it. Um, and oh man, it's coming. It's gonna be a fight. And Miggy just, just throws itself into, takes out the dog's heart and wins the fight. And that's the battle. That's, oh man, what suspense. And that's the first episode, Sean. I just want to clarify, it is only located in Japan. Just different provinces in Japan. It said, I swear to God, it said worldwide or global. I just checked. All right, I'm going to assume that maybe there was just some weird subtitling going on. That is definitely a possibility. I just read through the first five chapters of the manga while you were ranting. Because <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound right to me either, and I was very confused. <laughs> All right, uh, that 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 helps it in one small regard. Uh, not not entirely, um, but in this very specific instance, congratulations. Parasite. I will say, uh, much more graphic in the manga. Also, much uglier. Uh, yeah, that that's fair. It did feel like uh, one of the masters of this style. Uh, in uh, it's in, in the anime style as well, or I suppose manga rather, is Junji Ito. Right, he's like the dude for it. Uh, mm -hmm. and and it definitely at times felt like a bit of a sanitary sanitized version of Junji Ito. Like if if you decided to add more more of a shonen flair to Junji Ito and sanitized it that way, not entirely. There's still some some neat body horror going on. Uh but it it's we 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 alluded to like com possible comparisons to like an Akira or uh, Violence Voyager. Definitely doesn't reach those levels. I think we can agree. I will also add that uh, one thing I forgot to mention, I believe, was that the manga was originally written in 1998 to 1995. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, it makes a little bit more sense. That's before they knew how to write stories. Uh <laughs> Jesus Christ! Ouch. Fucking uh, hell, man. Are you trying to piss people off now? <laughs> so we, we get to episode two. Episode two, uh, it starts a trend that will continue. We open the episode with sexual assault. Um, these three guys, they are, are trying to sexually assault this woman in, I don't know, it was like a subway or something or an alleyway. I can't remember. Uh, but a businessman comes and saves her from them. Uh, that they, they leave, but they are ambushed by, by these guys as well um but then his face opens up and he kills all of them uh with just by slicing them with his slicey demogorgon face uh with the at, at this stage there there was a brief like monologue bit and then with this and like saving the girl there's this implication that at least some of the parasites are trying to save some humans in some circumstances it hasn't been explored super deeply and it's well, contradicted by many others. It, it's Well, that parasite just weird. wanted to save the girl to get her alone so he could eat her. It feels wildly unnecessary. Um, th okay, then that just brings back the question on, I, I'm back to, because one one inconsistency I, I noticed in part one, but then forgave after this, I suppose, was I have no idea why the hand saved the little girl at all. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, because it was protecting the body because Shinichi jumped in front of a car. All right, follow-up question. Why did Shinichi jump in front of a car? To protect the little girl because because that's what people do sometimes. I've, I've, okay, I have a question, Sean. Yes? I'm on train tracks. Okay, Sean? Train is hurtling towards me, Sean. You're right there. Do you jump in front of the train tracks? Is that what you do, Sean? Is that how you try to save me? 
I mean, that's a little bit of a false equivalence. I can survive oh, getting sorry. hit by a car. By a train, nobody survives. No, this car was going quite fast, ev as evidenced by the damage done. The car is fucking totaled. The car is wrecked after crashing into the hand. So, like, either way, you're not gonna survive. And you also can't imagine you're going to stop the vehicle. It, it's a, it's just very poorly handled. Uh, just, just dumb. It's just so many inconsistencies and things that, sure, I guess and that's like most of the explanations here it's just okay yeah I, I i guess so if it has to be that way feels wildly unnecessary and borderline nonsensical at times ultimately it's like are are there blatant contradictions no at least not any or many that i noticed is there a ton of inconsistencies and unnecessary plot devices oh boy yeah yes this story is so unnaturally told, Sean. Uh, so... We, we, we'd have that bit with the businessman uh, and all, all the murder. Then we get back to Shinichi. He's playing basketball. He is also real good at basketball because all you need to be great at basketball is an alien hand. The rest of you can do whatever, but as long as you got an alien hand, you're great at basketball. Uh, and, and now the girl he molested uh, with his alien hand, uh, it, he, he's like him and another friend, they make her forgive him, but she's fine with it because she didn't actually care to be that she was molested that much because she has a crush on him anyway, so it's fine, I guess. But her showing the very slightest amount of affection angers the bully, Nagai. So this this person we've just been introduced to who's playing basketball with them, he, he meets uh, Shinichi afterwards and he's like, hey, but how dare this girl show very minor affection to you? I like this girl. So actually we have to fight now. And like, it's, oh God, it, it's as if you were trying to do an overblown parody of toxic masculinity in a character. Unfortunately, this character is not a parody. This character's taken quite seriously. It's meant to be like, oh man, he's such an asshole. Oh boy, it's totally realistic for this to happen. But no, no, this isn't how the world works. It's so forced, it's stupid. The characterizations are so one-dimensional, it hurts me, Sean. And, and sure, Shinichi has the tiniest bit of depth to him at times, but every other character is the flattest thing around. And it hurts me because it's trying to use these different characters to tell the story. In this example, uh, the, the right hand, it saves him from the bully. Cool. Okay. And then it jacks him off in the bathroom later. I don't <laughs> This is the show! This is what's happening! Oh, God! It's... Alright, so, um, we, we learned that the creatures specialize... The parasites, they specialize in cannibalism. Whatever creature they get into, they cannibalize, which makes no sense, and they sort of acknowledge later on that it doesn't really make sense. But you need them to be threatening. Okay. I mean, that's part of the mystery as well, is the idea of where did these things come from and why do they do the things they do? Well, okay, well, we, we've, we've been given sort of a, 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 an answer, Sean, that we'll get to later. The directive. Um, but once again, it why? It doesn't feel like it makes much sense at all. And and then uh, we, we meet another one of the creatures, right? It, it's following 
Shinichi. Uh, so Shinichi goes to an isolated location so that uh, so that he can face off with it. Because now, uh, as the hand tells him, you are now numb to fear. And they briefly allude that it's like, I guess he wants to save his high school crush. And so now he is fine with fighting to the death. Oh, okay. Seems like some awkward pacing you you have on that development, but okay. Uh, so this this other monstrosity, it's like, hey, right hand, join me, be my right hand. Uh, and then they get ready to fight, and then the fight immediately ends, and the hand wins because it just cuts them up. Okay. <laughs> Like, you might think, well, you're oversimplifying these fights, surely. No, I'm I'm literally not. Each fight thus far has, has been a five-second fight with one move apiece. I'm not exaggerating here. I mean, sure. It, it's not like you need these fight scenes, but it feels anticlimactic for the tension that you're trying to build. Like, oh no, they're about to be found out. This evil monstrosity, it could potentially kill. Oh no, it's not going to kill. It's going to get its, its ass whooped, actually. Ooh, tension. Like, I don't know, man. That's not how you build tension. What's going on? What am I missing here, Sean? I don't really know if you're missing much of anything, honestly. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Oh, God, it it, it hurts me on, on the inside. Uh, So then on, on the way, uh, they, they like, we, we have a bit where Shinichi and his crush, they go out for pancakes. And then on their way back, they cross a park where some kids have buried uh, a cat up to its head in sand and are throwing rocks at the cat's head, right? Obviously fucked up. Um, And it's here, it's, it's here that I'm starting to understand one of the underlying messages of Parasite, um, but but first an acknowledgement. This show has one, well, it has two settings for characters. You are either a good guy or you are the most relentlessly and psychotically evil being to ever exist. There's that, that's all. Just almost every character is the biggest asshole. Not even just like a little bit of asshole, but you know, you see the nuance in their character. No, they just exist to be evil and their motivation is to be evil. Evil, and that's all there is because Sean, um, I, I at this point I, I understood the message it's going for real, real, real subtle, but but oh, what one of the underlying messages is no, the the real parasite, the real monsters is humanity. Don't you get it, guys? Uh, sure, all right, awesome. <laughs> Oh, the show tilts me so hard, Sean. It tilts me so fucking hard. Oh, man, it's going to tilt you even more when I start reading these reviews to you. Oh, fuck. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready. Uh, we get to episode three. Um, As is tradition, we start with molestation. This time, it's in a train. Um, So this guy, he molests... A parasite woman, parasite woman, uh, once the train stops, she calls him out and then yeets him out of the train and, and he's beat up and everything. Uh, all right. I don't understand why there's been like so much sexual assault. I think it's just because like the show is like, what's real bad? This, this happens because humanity is bad. Yeah. And like that, that's the thinking of it. Uh, but it, it is a bit weird, uh, especially because then you counter that with Shinichi casual molestation and that just being pretty much ignored uh, for the most part. Uh, it, it, oh, a little bit weird, a little bit weird. Uh, we, we have, they walk to school and they have an assembly, right? And the hand is like, oh God, one of them is in this room right now. Uh, which by the way, the hand detects others through brain waves. 
uh, all right, sure, cool. Uh, we'll, we'll say that that makes any amount of sense. Uh, and, and so th here's the introduction. So th the assembly, evidently, for all we know, it's just to introduce a new teacher, right? Cool. All right. Uh, introduce a new teacher to, to the school. Uh, and, and you, do you want to hear dialogue to introduce this teacher, Sean? Sure. Uh, here is your new math teacher, uh, who, by the way, was hospitalized in a car crash the other day. Oh, we just sharing random facts, I see. We're just... <laughs> Here is your new chemistry teacher. Uh, he just got out of the hospital for his ass cancer. Uh, and then, oh yes, uh, uh, former felon, Miss Taylor over there, we see you. Like, what's going on? How is that? How is that your opening? Don't be ridiculous, Ren. This isn't America. They wouldn't hire a felon. <laughs> I, I don't understand how, like, that's the dialogue they went with. Just, it's the most unnatural shit. Um, so the, the teacher, she's, the new teacher, obviously, she's uh, a parasite woman. And the, the right hand is like, oh, God, don't look into her eyes. Otherwise, she'll know. And he looks into her eyes so she knows. Um, because the reasons, because the brain waves that travel through your eyeballs. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's more like uh, they could both sense each other, and he is in a crowd, so it, could, it was hard to get a pinpoint accurate. But if the person is looking directly in the eye, it may more likely. That's what, the general what does idea. that mean? But how though, Sean? Explain to me more. <laughs> All you've done is describe what happened, Sean. I mean, if the rules established that they can <laughs> sense each other. It makes sense that the one you're trying to sense, if they're looking directly at you as well, then maybe that's the right person. I don't know. But everyone's looking at her. It's an assembly. Yeah, not making eye contact, though. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, God. All right, moving on. Um, in class, in, in the math class with the new math teacher, um, Shin Shinichi, he's he's not writing anything down. He's obviously quite distracted. Um, the, the teacher shows up and just points out, Shinichi, you haven't written anything down. And then the entire class laughs. But of course, we all do those moments where as we're writing our, our math down and doing our work, a teacher shows up and is like, hey, make sure you do your work. And we're all like, I fucking got him. We've all been there. Oh. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die before the review is over, Sean. I this show, even just like reliving it, killing me on the inside. I mean, I'm going through a lot of reviews right now, and I feel like these are gonna be the thing that actually kills you. Oh god. So, uh, one one note. Uh, we we get another conversation with uh with the hand, right? Me, Miggy. Um, and uh, Miggy follows in on a long line of very annoying tropes, which is Miggy is uh an attempt at being a perfectly rational being, right? Um, and the implication is that there are other uh, parasites that are also uh, just like perfectly rational. They make fun of humans for being irrational. Um, but this show does what like almost every show with this trope does. And by perfect rationality, it just means being irrationally selfish uh in ways that don't make logical sense at all uh basically miki has just read too much ayn rand is is how it goes oh jesus and, and so their idea of rationality is being an asshole a selfish asshole and that's all it is uh and you know what sean i feel like this show it's almost as deep and philosophical as ayn rand almost there oh, dear. 
for some, get emails. <laughs> for some, uh, they will take that as a compliment and want to watch Parasite right away. I disagree with those people, but hey, for whatever it's worth. Oh man, I what I what I love is people who are googling that right this second. <laughs> Hey, Sean, like, well, what's this? I mean, many what? people think that the writings and literature of Ayn Rand has a lot of depth and and nuance and thought and intelligence put behind it. So, you know, all of those people interpret what I said as a compliment. Just, it's easier that way. Oh, uh, we're going to get so many emails. <laughs> I just want a bonus episode of, of just me railing against Ayn Rand. All right, anyway, this is not talking about Ayn Rand. Uh, this is talking about... Uh, something amazingly even worse uh so uh we, we we get a meeting with the teacher right um they they meet in in the school and the teacher is like i've never seen a case like yours before which implies that she has seen many cases already but so far the implication is especially with migi that like they don't have memories before they got into a host and they haven't been there for a long time migi himself hardly knew what he was and needed to see other examples to learn more so you'd imagine others are in the same boat. So this implies that this woman has seen so many cases for this to be a proper anomaly, which once again, it's not a contradiction or a plot hole. Does feel like a weird inconsistency that doesn't make sense with the information we have been provided. Uh, they decide to meet again in a diner. This time the teacher brings Mr. A. Uh, Mr. A casually separates his head in the diner, but like nobody notices. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, they, they, they pull a lot of stops to keep this shit under wraps. Uh, my, they, I don't mean the actual parasites who are very flagrant about their usage. I mean, the writers of the show who just, I imagine for some reason during this time, everybody in Japan was like blind and deaf also. Um, Oof. or at least as soon as they're off screen, they are. The moment you are off screen on this show, you lose all senses. Uh, it, that, that's the only way this, this all falls into line. So, uh, Mr. Ray, you can tell he's just a total asshole and he hates Shinichi. Uh, because Shinichi's dangerous for reasons. Uh, so they, they have a conversation, um, that doesn't really go anywhere. Um, they mention, oh yeah, uh, teacher and Mr. A, they fucked, um, they fucked and now she's pregnant with a normal human baby, which, you know, it, it is impressive to learn that you are pregnant like a day after, after a single, uh, sexual attempt. That is... I mean, the implication is the parasites have complete and under uh, complete understanding of the body they're inhabiting. I don't know, man. They've had to learn a lot about it, and they seem to be surprised at times as well. So, like, I understand what you are saying, and I think they think they would agree with that. But there was also sufficient evidence within the show that is contrary to exactly what you've said. So it's like I I think what you've just said is what they think they are doing and they're just i guess unaware of the examples where that isn't the case in the show or they just don't care i don't know uh but you know whatever um we, we go back to school sean right everyone's back at school and uh migi the hand is like oh it, there's another one uh oh it, it's it's him mr a he's returned uh mr a shows up he's attacking he kills a couple of the teachers uh, real quick um oh he doesn't kill them he just knocks them out oh uh, he knocks them out so they don't have a first-hand account of 
him being an alien because we can't have that. Uh, he does kill some people on his way. They do mention that explicitly. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Sean, yeah. Sean. Yep. Um, so, I mean, we, we, we grew up in the great American educational system, right? And yeah, I wouldn't we, call we, it great, but yes. With that, um, one of the things we have, for better or worse, uh, is, is like active shooter drills or, or similar things where like there's a threat on campus, right? Right. Um, so evidently this school is, is going through an actual example of this. Not a drill there's an actual person who they they believe has uh has a knife or some other blade and is an active threat in the school correct um sean could you just very quickly give me a, a brief like overview of, of how like an active shooter or uh intruder drill how that tends to go just just the main main beats what what you're trying to accomplish what what the main goals are what they try and do with it i mean generally speaking uh when there's an active shooter drill which uh this was by the way grained into our heads as we are <laughs> americans and these happen all too frequently because you know god bless america yeah uh generally speaking if there's a dangerous person on campus you uh, want to stay inside your classroom and lock door and turn out the lights and be as quiet as possible while you wait for the cops to show up so sean are you telling me that it would be unwise to evacuate all of the students at once into crowded hallways and then have them wait outside well to be fair remington are you telling me that that might in fact be the exact opposite of what you would want to do. Well, to be fair, Remington. <laughs> because I have I have some news about what happens in Parasite. To be fair, Remington, <laughs> it's a different country and they don't have this problem. Uh, okay, here, let me give it some advice to, I guess, I apparently, if Parasite's to, to be believed, only Americans are capable of knowing if someone, if, if there's someone around who is is a violent threat don't go out in the open and don't bring others blatantly out into the open with you um apparently that needs to be said uh see that's in my opinion it was also the 80s so i mean that's a little different. it was a different like, time i don't think that's a good defense I feel look look kids die all the time in the 80s you don't really need to worry about one or two being lost you just gotta get the majority out I love I love the mentality. It's like, no, they didn't even care about preserving. Hell, you know, if a few students got lost, maybe the teacher-student ratios would be a little better, you know? Yeah. Uh, joke's on them, though, because Japan has a uh, underpopulation problem now, so you know, birth <laughs> rates have declined. It's it, it's it's truly tragic. Um, the, the kids, they look out the window, and they're like, wait, well, one of them is like, wait, isn't that the intruder? And they point to a middle-aged man, which is correct, but that also implies, like, apparently the student knows, like, every single adult in the entire building and knows that this guy's the because we have not gotten a description of the intruder i mean as the audience we have but the students haven't uh but parasite dialogue don't give a shit son uh finally final episode fourth episode all right here we go uh the end of the third episode had shinichi uh escaping from the other students uh to face mr a head-on so that there wouldn't be any other casualties right um he comes up with a plan with his hand that's like all right uh uh, hand is going to defend with all the blades and then uh shinichi you just take a table leg and stab him there we go that's the plan um so once again suspense is building sean it's getting those thriller elements uh shinichi is in danger boy oh boy is he gonna pull it off 
we get to the fight. Uh, Mr. Ray separates his head, starts throwing these fleshy blades all around, uh, and attacking. Uh, Migi is defending with his own fleshy blades. And then Shinichi just, just hits him with the table stick, just impales him with the table stick. And that, that's, that's the fight. That's once again, once again, that's the whole thing. And don't get me wrong, once again, I don't need there to be intense fight scenes, but you're, you're building false suspense at this point. You're like, oh no, he's in trouble. Oh God, how is he going to get out of this? Uh, just this way, actually. It's just super, super straightforward. It, it's as if you had like a, a treasure hunt, right, Sean? And it was like, all right. Will you ever be able to find the treasure? Oh, yeah, just right over there around the corner, actually. Just right there. Huh. All right, well, I guess didn't need to be that worried after all. The solution was that fucking easy. I mean, to be uh, fair. Then, uh, oh, yes, please, please, please do def defend the, these these fights, Sean, and this this great suspense. I mean, Mr. Ray didn't die. He didn't die from it, so, you know. <laughs> oh, it's, it's true. It's true. He starts, like, bleeding out. He pushes the table, like, a little further. You might think, oh, it, will the fight continue? Uh, but then Migi and, uh, Migi has ample chance to, like, finish off Mr. A, uh, and he's even like, hey, Shinichi, let's finish the job off, and Shinichi's like, no, that would make me a killer, um, which touches on one of the other themes that this show is trying to do, um, it, it, I've already mentioned the theme of, like, humans are the real baddies, we're the real parasite or virus, blah, 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 whatever variation of that you want, um, but th they also want... Uh, this theme of Shinichi, like, losing his humanity. He he starts out with such an innocent boy. But, oh, man, is this going to change him? But, like, first of all, I don't care. Second of all, the character development and the pacing has been god-awful up to this point. Uh, so it doesn't... None of it feels warranted ever. Uh, and he's like, oh, God, wouldn't that make me a murderer? But already, his hand has killed another parasite and a dog. So, like, you're you're there, bud. You're No, no, and then, no. See, that was his hand, right? Remington. That but then why him. doesn't why doesn't Migi just finish the job? Migi's the one who wants to, and Migi can extend like ten yards forward, which is the distance of Mr. A. So Migi doesn't even need to be consulting Shinichi right now. What the fuck? Well, I mean, the the hand is curious about the human intent and thought process. Uh, sure, sure. Why not? Why not? Uh, so you're like, oh, they're just gonna let Mr. A get away, and then maybe he'll live and come back later. And he starts talking. He's Mr. Mr. A is like, if I find another host, perhaps the, the math teacher parasite. So he goes, he can sense her. He goes in the chemistry lab where uh, the, the math teacher has let out a bunch of oxygen into the air and lights uh, lights a match or something. I can't remember. She sets fire. There's a big old explosion in there. And, and the math teacher jumps out, which you might think all of the students are outside just waiting. Surely, as they're looking at this huge explosion that just happened, they see their math teacher falling from the window uh no don't worry about any of that none of that don't worry don't worry to be fair it's a pretty big school i mean they were probably on the opposite <laughs> side of the building ram it's a huge school and there are only like 12 students don't worry about it uh well, after you after you discount the you know the sacrificial scapegoat students that we left for the slasher uh you know the population wasn't that big anymore <laughs> Oh, so, uh, we, we then get to, uh, like, uh, an administration meeting with all, like, teachers, principal, etc. And they're like, so, math teacher, you're pregnant and you're a single woman? How scandalous and terrible. I don't know about this. 
Uh, which, you know, might I, mean, I just say, uh, like they're obviously assholes. Uh, you, if, if you are a pregnant woman, even if you're still single, there are still so many jobs you can do, including teaching. Fuck them. Uh, but she's just like, oh man, I must change my form then. I can no longer be this woman. And she just says, tells that to everyone. Um, which you might think that that's a weird thing for the parasite to do. But like, you have to understand us as the audience need to know her intentions that blatantly. Oh, I so, mean, also it was the eighties, Rem. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the go-to defense now just like anything that's going on just any plot hole in any anime anything you think is bad storytelling it was the eight now some stories you may not think were the 80s but if they had a little bit of bad storytelling in them it was the 80s <laughs> <laughs> i mean to be fair man have the 80s truly died <laughs> It, it's the the universal defense. It's the ultimate panacea to bad anime. Twas the eighties. And look, if the eighties didn't happen yet, then it was clearly like the seventies. I mean, come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, then we Shinichi and the math teacher they start talking. Um, and math teacher is like, actually, I think I might be evil. Actually, and Shinichi is like, oh man, maybe we have to like kill her. But she has like a normal human baby inside of her, so I don't know, man. What what is the moral thing to do? And this is presented as like a deep moral quandary. Um, but I, I mean, sure, I, I guess you got a little bit of a trolley problem going in there. But it's a, a trolley problem hastily drawn in crayon, if anything. It, it just feels very juvenile and not well explored and horribly uninteresting. Um, and and then she's like, she, she starts talking, he, well, all right, so now it acknowledges, hey, isn't it weird how, like, they have to be cannibals? Especially, like, Migi, he's fine. He just sustains himself on, on the bloodstream of Shinichi. And so Shinichi brings that up. He's like, hey, isn't that, like, a little bit weird? And she's like, don't you understand? Every creature has a directive. And she basically, she describes, like, instinct, right? Um different creatures have different instincts they don't need to learn it's just how they naturally do right uh natural tendencies natural instincts etc and she's like yes it is the directive don't you see and when i took this body i got a directive to devour everybody and now i'm i'm gonna devour you but actually you know what i given what we know in this story i i'd probably i might be able to kill you or you could kill me and you know the story couldn't have that so actually i'm just i'm gonna leave for plot convenience. And so she leaves for plot convenience. Um, the, the rest of the episode is, is all about Shinichi's parents. And we, apparently, oh man, I, guys, we haven't told you yet, but like his mom has a scar from trying to protect Shinichi from boiling soup. And it's, it's a real emotional thing. And it hey was now, actually, hey now. I think it was curry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, curry. You're right. It was curry, which first of all, curry, much better than soup. Almost. I would take curry over almost any soup. Uh, but second of all, uh, does that include it, or exclude chowders? Um, Cause I feel I think like it, a chowder is like its own thing, you know? I, I'd agree. I, but you know what? I still probably prefer curry to just about any chowder. Curry is one of the best foods out there. It's fucking know, great. A good clam chowder. I, ooh, you want to seduce oh. me? That's a good way to do it. I, a good clam chowder might be able to be as good as like a mediocre curry. Oh, hold, oh, hold on. No, that's no, where no. I stand. This is the most offensive thing you've said all episode. <laughs> Because I was middling on Parasite uh, from when I first started watching it, but the, you come well, after my boy clam, clam chowder, chowder fan. <laughs> 
Now I've crossed a line. M motherfucker, have you ever had clam chowder in a bread bowl? Uh, I, I have one time and it was it was delightful. But like curry yes. though. I don't know. You know what? Uh, listeners, you can you can fight with me about Parasite. Uh, but the more important battle will be people arguing on Twitter or Discord or wherever. Uh, any chowder, like really good chowder versus any curry. Because I maintain curry will almost always win. Sure, if you have like the worst kind of curry imaginable, then obviously a, a chowder. Um... But if it's at least passable curry, no question. I cannot believe you. I cannot believe we're friends. What? what is <laughs> this this is the most divisive thing you've ever said. Uh, so uh, we get this emotional flashback about a thing we were just introduced to because that's how pacing works. Uh, and then we follow that up with an emotional mom monologue of just being like, "My young boy has changed so much." You're not the Shinichi you used to be. Which once again would have a lot more impact if we knew Shinichi before and if he had like more of a character at any point. But as it stands, he's still a bit of a bland bitch protagonist. Uh, it, it, so it's just a little bit weird and awkward and, and strange. Uh, and, and then the parents leave. Oh, it should be noted. Another one of the themes in the show uh, is is also made very evident at, at around this time. Um, like the, the mom walks in on him and he's like, oh God, you and he remembered to knock because he was talking to his hand. Uh, and, th and there is definitely an obvious, like, coming of age, but, like, also puberty metaphor here as well. Um, and you might think, wow, that so far you've listed a good handful of metaphors. And I would argue that's not even all of the symbolism this show has. It has more, which could be great if any of it was done well. Uh, but it's not. There's so much symbolic potential, but it's all handled so poorly. Uh, it truly is. Like, if Ayn Rand tried to write Death Note, you get Parasite. That is... That's that's what we have here. Or no, if Ayn Rand tried to write the thing, right? If it was not John Carpenter's the thing, but it was Ayn Rand's the thing, you have Parasite. That's what you have. Man, all those Russian literature fans are gonna be so pissed at you. Uh, I mean, she's not she's not uh Russian literature. Well, I mean, I guess, but is, is her literature thought of as Russian literature? Because I never I can't, I can't remember. I I think she is Russian, right? I'm not just pulling that out of my ass. Yeah, no, I, well, or at least uh like Eastern European or Russian, something like that. Let Let's see. You know, let Let's have a little Ayn Rand lesson. But I don't know if for like her books count. Uh, okay, yeah, she she was Russian American. Um, but in in my mind, she she was pretty like against her Russian roots a lot of the time. Okay, okay. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Born in Russia, and, uh, died in New York. That makes sense. She she probably she she almost certainly would prefer to be considered like the greatest American author. Uh, not just a great American author, the greatest. Uh, so like I guess no, it, it could be considered Russian literature, but I do not think Ayn Rand. Would would put herself in that category. Yeah, I don't know. Like, all of the Ayn Rand I've read kind of... Well, let's just say I don't remember it because I didn't bother paying much attention. No, that's fine. That's... Let me tell you, Sean. That's okay. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so, in other words, uh, Parasite, I really didn't like it. I thought the concept was interesting. I think it could have, like, interesting notes about, like, more symbolism for, like, being in an abusive relationship, him and his hand. All, all of the symbolism that it tries to go for but fails at. It has potential there. Um, to, to make a comparison, uh, like I said far earlier, to Talentless Nana, right? Talentless Nana, I said it was trying to be a very smart show, but it wasn't on, smart on, enough on. to I, do I, so. My pin is still stuck in it. Let me just... Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, unpin it. Got it. There we go. It was, it was uh, Talentless Nana was trying to be wanna, a very smart show. I didn't want to derail show. you there, but... <laughs> 
but it, it it didn't seem like the actual like creators were smart or clever enough to be as smart as they wanted to be in the storytelling. Um, nonetheless, it at least felt like a sincere attempt, uh, at least much more than Parasite. Parasite, it doesn't feel like it's trying as hard as Talentless Nana, but it's so much more up its own ass. Like, which is why I had my little opening of how confident I am of reviews talking about how it's some like deep psychological, metaphorical, brilliant bullshit. And I'm hoping that's not the majority of people, but I'm, I'm really worried that it's far too many people that have bought in to the pretentious, but ultimately vacuous crap that is Parasite. Okay, then Rem, I have to ask, uh, what do you think it's mal rating is? Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay, okay, let's see. Do, this is the question of like, do I believe the weebs have been taken in by it? Uh, because inherently, I think a lot of weebs w will just be like, yeah, it was a, it was neat and edgy, right? And so at least a seven. Um, oh God. I'm gonna say the people who loved the, and thought it was super deep, bring it up to a 7.5, maybe a 7.6. I'm not going to like an eight though. I, I have more faith in the weebs than that. Well, Rem, with about a uh, six, 684,000 ratings. Uh, oh, God. Oh. Parasite the Maxim, uh, all 24 episodes put together, has a total rating of 8.42. No! 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 It was what I feared worst. Oh, no. They yep. were all taken in. Oh, no. No. See what I say? We're going to get emails. I personally was okay with it. I thought it was a good junk food show, personally. Uh, but the people that love this show really love this show, Rem. Like, here's a, here's a yeah, few that review Yeah, that was my worry. Uh, now, this one, the opening line of this review uh, is about an anime we haven't covered yet, uh, but we will soon. Uh, so just take this into account just it's just the phrasing of it which is really nice uh sure if tokyo ghoul is fast food then parasite is fine dining oh no uh i could read that whole <laughs> what review, but that line alone is a good what, whatever uh, whatever tokyo ghoul is um from this it seems like like you're you're not great admittedly from that review alone um but i i have to believe they've done you dirty uh with that comparison uh the tokyo ghoul fans would agree with you i'll tell you that right now <laughs> Uh, oh, here's one. Uh, <laughs> you're going to love this. Uh, what makes oh, no. a human? What makes a monster? Each of us have a bit of oh, both in okay. us, and it's up to you which one you want to be. <laughs> it, it really is. It, it's what I've been railing against. It, it's that same vacuous metaphor. Oh, man, man. What if, like, so it's parasite, right? But, like, the actual parasite isn't the parasites. The parasites are actually the people. Oh, by the way, that was a nine and an eight review score. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Oh, oh, this one is, uses a quote from the show for the opening line. Uh, <laughs> flies know how to fly without being taught. Spiders know how to spin webs without being taught. Why is that? Here's what I think. Flies and spiders are simply following in order. I believe all lives on Earth have received orders of some kind. Don't humans have any directive? When I took over this human's brain, I received a directive. It said, devour the species. Oh, fuck. Yep, that would be, that'd be the one they're like, oh, Oh man, it's so fucking deep, so uh, articulate. Eight out of ten, by the way. Uh. <laughs> oh, this hurts me. This hurts uh, me. I'm getting like a, a look in. Oh, this one's fun. Parasite is a nice uh, with like five eyes. Uh, a real gem within the rocks, which is not the phrase. Uh. <laughs> 
Uh, that one's that one's only an eight out of ten. Uh, oh, Parasite is unlike many horror insanins we need uh, we see today. It is both of those done right. Uh, that's nine out of ten. <laughs> gonna, uh, gonna gonna agree to disagree on that one. I, I feel like Sean. I, I feel like we could totally just end up doing like an entire segment. Like we could uh, maybe eventually we'll, we'll have like from, a post uh, anime banter. you hate. Yeah, yeah. Just I I think that could be a potential bonus episode. Who knows? Um, I I want I just want to ask a question. If you like Control F the page you're on, I don't know if like all the reviews are there uh in their entirety. Um, but if you could just like type in like psychology or at least the the first few letters of that and and see if and how often that comes up because I feel like people will will be like what a what a psychological masterpiece like all a Death Note right just the twists and the turns and and really gets into the human psyche like I feel like I feel like a lot of people will have that opinion and I need to know I I need to to see if there's there's any if I was looking at it on a PC I would do that for you ah oh, fuck fair enough fair enough yeah no it's a little hard to do the PC without a bunch of clickety clackities and having Dylan get angry at me so I've been using <sighs> fair my enough phone. uh nonetheless. Uh, Parasite, uh, not good. If, if you want something that is actually, if you want something that is East Asian, uh, that has actual metaphorical symbolism that actually has some depth to it, a really nice story, interestingly told, some dark twists and turns, uh, don't watch Parasite the Maxim. Watch Parasite. Great film. Great movie. Strongly recommend that one. Yeah, no, that is a great movie. Uh, nothing to do with this show. <laughs> no, no, it, it's just like, it hits a few of the same beats as as this show uh, but it's good uh so if you need to watch parasite watch that one not this one or just watch john carpenter's the thing if that's what you really want <laughs> truly like there's so many better options there are. or hell tokyo ghoul i i've never seen it but i don't trust that person's taste so i have confidence <laughs> that it's better <laughs> I can't wait till we cover it because it's been one of our most requested anime like within the past two years. Uh, <laughs> and I just haven't touched it because I, I missed the Tokyo Ghoul train initially uh, when it first came out because I think I was, oh God, I forget where I was in my life when I was uh, there, but I definitely wasn't in the mind space for Edge for the sake of Edge. Uh, but I can't wait to see what people think of it because all I know is that Tokyo Ghoul fans have historically been done dirty multiple times. So we'll have to to see if they'll be done dirty one more time by you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, statistically likely. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, just one final thing about the reviews. Uh, there's usually a little chart uh, showing the percentage of how many reviews are, uh, like, what out of 10 they are. Uh, care to guess what percent of these reviews are reviewed 10 out of 10? Oh, oh no. Uh, see, th this actually brings up a, a very interesting question, because I don't know like, the weeb mentality for going full 10 out of 10. I don't know how often they tend to do that generally. I know their amalgamation ratings. I'm get, I've gotten uh, a good grasp on that. So, what percentage of total ratings are 10 out of 10? Yes. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that like 15% of people think that this is a near perfect show. Okay, you'd be wrong. It's actually 18.4%. Ah, uh, okay, I was in the ballpark. I was in the ballpark. But it was just still much too higher many. than you expected. Yeah. Yeah. Nine out of 10 was 31%. Eight out of 10 is 30%. And seven uh, out of 10 is 13%. And then it goes down to 
three uh, out of ten, uh, three point eight percent for six out of ten, and then one percent, and then below one percent for anything below. Uh, yeah, one uh, like people who gave this a one or a two uh, combined maybe make fifteen hundred votes. Oh my god! Just in case you wanted to, uh, in case you wanted to be a lot more depressed. I mean, to be fair, I probably wouldn't rate it a full like one or two. I'd probably be in like the three or four camp. Oof. Yeah. See, see, I feel like that's even more insulting. <laughs> There are very few shows that we've covered that I'd go full one and two. This one, I'm thinking three, maybe three and a half is is where I'd, I'd put it. Ah, uh, so you're one of the 0.2%. Good work, Rem. <laughs> I knew you've always wanted to be there, but... Uh, Here I am. Uh, and would you believe that a lot of our emails thought that you'd love this show? It it tries to be a lot of things that I would like. Oh, who knows? That's... Maybe, maybe finishing the series is what you need just to, to really uh, get in the mindset of the show. I mean, you only watched four 20, out of 24, 24 episodes. 24 episodes? Yo, fuck that. 20 more episodes? No, 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 no. God, no. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here with that shit. So if you guys want Rem to go deep into this, uh, into this madness, you know what you can do. You know what you can do. Uh, but before we do that, Rem, I have one final question to ask you. Are you sure you don't want to watch some more uh, Parasite the Maxim with me? Never been more sure in my goddamn life. So thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, we really Really appreciate it. And before we get out of here, we do have just a little bit of house cleaning that we need to do. First and foremost is yes, we've we've seen the messages, we've we've seen the emails, we've posted on Twitter at this point. Uh, we do remember the Karata game that uh, Remington challenged me to <laughs> a yes, year the, ago, almost the high stakes and now highly anticipated year in the making Karata game. Uh, it it will be taking place within the next week after uh after this episode is is posted. Uh, so if you're hearing this this podcast episode as it's coming out, then you're, you're probably just days away from from that that great highly anticipated match coming up. Uh, we'll we'll be posting it uh, to our Patreon, but it won't be behind any paywalls. Anybody, even if you are not a patron, even if you are not a patron, you will be able to to watch it and check it out, see uh, what the stakes are and and who will end up winning. Uh, so get get hyped for that. That that is happening. Yes, and we will also eventually post it on our YouTube channel as well as soon as we figure out how YouTube works. Uh, we've barely <laughs> working figured on all out the podcasting, details. so... Working on all the details. Yes. Uh, and yeah, and since that's a Remington promise, you know it's going to be punctual. <laughs> And speaking of uh, patrons and all our lovely people, uh, if you'd like to help support the show directly, there are a couple ways you can do it. First and foremost, you can leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, or word of mouth is an excellent way for us to grow as well. And if you'd like to be even more helpful and uh, even more directly support us, as well as gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, including bonus episodes and our weird pre-banters, and as well as getting your name read aloud on the program, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash anime out of context, uh, where you will get all kinds of lovely uh, stuff, including these th uh, thank yous that we are going to give to Remington so I can stop rambling. I am so goddamn tired. I am out of auction. <laughs> Rem, please, who are we thanking? All right, I, I got you. I'll, I'll take over now. Don't worry, Sean. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, of course, we would like to thank all of our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls. But moving on up, we reach the yandere waifus whose heads always split open into a million 
fleshy blades to flay our flesh. Uh, and on that Kinky. list, <laughs> we have Cheese Monkey, Sarah Birch, Kazu Morocco, <laughs> Remington Chase, Hollywood stars and celebrities. What do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. Yuliana, Salty Pretzel, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ross Palmer, Jacob Livingston, H. Wood, Farmer Hopefully Things Are Better Weeb, Alexander Nasiansenyo, Rem Hub, Andrew Rawicki. I have the absolutely most astoundingly, astonishingly voluptuous five head in all existence. Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Sage Schiffner, Reverse Kizmo Kizmo. I made a gay adult film about two men building tension through having a cook-off and bonding with a dog they found. Uh, Hold up. You all right there, Rem? <laughs> I need to. Did someone find out that there's not much of a character limit to Patreon? Yeah, all right, hold. Oh, it just cuts off. I made a gay adult film about two men building tension through having a cook-off and bonding with a dog they found. I call it T. Oh, jeez. I, I imagine there was more, but it, it's, it's not showing up on Patreon. So, <laughs> sorry. So, jokes on you. Uh... <laughs> Apparently, there's a character limit. It just didn't tell you. Uh, Peter Jojo is God tier Blasty. And if there's a way to see it, Rem has no way of doing it because he's technologically uh, stupid. It's true. Ready to be Isekai. Kenneth Reed, Remington Merrill, Kuma 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 Alex from Aussieland, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Snap Snips. I've had enough, God damn it! It's a zero, a zero. Ichigo zero one five simp. Hashtag darling in the Franks. Use the bullshit rule on it. XD. Uh, flub dub cub hub stub grub sub bub rub club tub boat saw <laughs> old man rom Joshua Valls. Remington is not a man of culture, Foxen Boy. The Booty Knight. Andrew Sinclair. Jax. Spice. Oh, wait, okay. There we go. Jackson, thank you all so much. Huh. You, you guys are, are making us work for it. I'll tell no, you no, what. I'm making you work, really. Yeah, Sean, Sean, he has it easy over there. Honestly, I, I'm a, I love it when people do this, only partially. <laughs> God, it's so hard. Because I, I think to myself, hey, do these guys support any other content creators? What must they think? <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that. So then we get to our next tier up. We get to the Boy Wizard tier over at Hogwarts. And uh, this week, everybody on the Boy Wizard tier, they are getting their very own uh, quote from the 79 best Harry Potter quotes all Potterheads know from teenvogue.com. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it. Kill me now. Uh, so first we have Spicy Hot Take. Spicy Hot Take, you have a good old classic. You're a wizard, Harry. Uh, great, great quote there i mean that's uh, that's that's like that's like what the quote everybody knows from harry potter though oh yeah well i mean and every potterhead obviously then needs to know it uh delina uh, perez you get uh it matters not what someone is born but what they grow to be uh from good old dumbledore himself i mean yeah of course that's a dumbledore one yeah miguel there, Delion. oh what was that Sean? is there any philosophy in the series that doesn't come from dumbledore uh not good uh miguel Delion, you get the thing about growing up with fred and george is that you sort of start thinking any Anything's possible if you've got enough nerve from Ginny Weasley. Hold uh, on. <laughs> Hold on. If, if you didn't know that quote by memory, you're not a Potterhead according to Teen Vogue. I, uh, I, okay, the first one was very iconic. <laughs> the second one is definitely like, you know, okay, it's a Dumbledore saying, so that makes some sense. This random quote about Fred and George from Ginny Weasley. I feel, did they run out really quickly? <laughs> 
Uh, good, good, good question. Good question, Sean. No answers, though. No, no answers. Uh, so, uh, then I just did Miguel, right? Yes. All right, Pilkster, the Simfo Gear advocate. Uh, Pilkster, you are gonna get, uh, the, the lovely quote, uh, when in doubt, go to the library from Ron Weasley. Oh, uh, that's a quote firm to my heart. I mean, that quote is obviously good. That quote, if anybody remembers that quote from the series, they did exactly what I just did and thought Hermione said that, right? <laughs> uh, all right, then we have Rare. I'm gonna simp Hibike Euphonium until it's reviewed Kumiko. Uh, you get not my daughter, you bitch. Molly See, Weasley. that's a good one. I that's mean, it a has a one. swear word in it. That's how you know it's a good quote. No, no. Well, I mean, yes. For JK, yes. Uh, uh, but l- let's be real. Wouldn't you love it if your mother uh, walked up to somebody, called somebody a bitch, and evaporated them? Oh, <laughs> uh, Time goes by. Time goes by. Uh, you get, you're just as sane as I am, Luna Lovegood. I, mm, I mean... <sighs> I love Luna. I, I love her to death. I suppose, I feel like there are better Luna quotes is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there, there's a few on the list. I'm not choosing, th- these are the 79 best, so I assume they are all equally good, John. Uh, that's not how, how those lists work, my man. For example, Killer Queen Requiem, you are getting twitchy little ferret, aren't you, Malfoy? Hermione Granger. <laughs> all right, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> Uh, Enrique Perez Torres, you are going to get, oh, uh, some of these are, are like not quotes from like characters, but just literally like from the book. Oh, hey, that's cheating. I agree. It's just like lines from the book. And then they, as the quote, just put the book. Yeah. Uh, you, no, that's not, did they even like, no, what? No. All right. Skipping over those. Cause those are, are trash and cheating. Um, I was on Enrique Perez Torres. You get, uh, once again, you show all the sensitivity of a blunt ax, nearly headless Nick. Ah, uh, yes the most important character in the films. Also, uh, probably the worst chapter in the first book. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's reasonable. Or was that I, the I, second book? I honestly can't remember because I usually skip that chapter. Then we have M.T. the poet. Uh, poet, you you get uh, a nice poetic quote. He can run faster than Severus Snape confronted with shampoo. Fred Weasley, who? Okay, that, you know, I, I like it's a Weasley right. quote. It's uh, right. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. For <laughs> um, then we get Tevin Poole. Tevin Poole, down the same line, you get I'm a wizard, not a baboon, brandishing a stick. Uh, it does not list who said that so see i feel like i what's this website teen vogue teen vogue yeah they they their uh journalistic integrity is is questionable at best frankly yeah for all we know that could be just a freaking uh mandela effect from the book as far as we know genuinely any of these could just be made up quotes and uh, like other than you're a wizard harry i i uh, the others i like have faint enough memories of where you could just be fucking with and i believe this is true uh all right dedicated sadist dedicated sadist uh you get your little scary sometimes you know that brilliant scary ron weasley oh the sexual tension of that preteen uh then (laughs) we have frack me mr peanut butter frack me mr peanut butter you know uh, a quote that i've always found uh real solid uh why dear boy we don't send wizards to ask man just for blowing up their aunts Cornelius Fudge. Ah, uh, yes. You, it's, fudge. it's not It's not a proper quote list until you got Cornelius Fudge on the list. Yep, 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 yep. Because as we all know, everybody loves to quote politicians. <laughs> oh, so thank you all. But finally, last but not least, we get to Chefano Musco tier. 
Uh, and you know what? The Chef and Amusco tier, getting Corey in the house. All of you guys are getting your very own parasite. That's what you're getting. Um, you're welcome. Oh, great. So we're going to have people Googling these things and having nightmares for days? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, I take no responsibility. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Amoto, I got Uwu, Waluigi for life. Oh, well. Um, you, your parasite is actually Waluigi. Waluigi, who has never, uh, Never paid any taxes. Um, very irresponsible. Uh, <laughs> he's never contributed to the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, and yet he is still invited to all of the events. Uh, you might think... Well, not all the events. He's still not in Smash. It, it, it's true. Uh, there might be a correlation there. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. There's your parasite. Uh, unfortunate hair care accident or attempt to become Endeavor. Um, your parasite is... Uh, uh, you, you know, you and your unfortunate hair care accident. Uh, after that, obviously, you're gonna visit your parasite, which is the uh, American healthcare system. Uh, oh, it'll help your parasites, but it's also one of the greatest parasites we face today. Uh, we Oof. have. You know, I was thinking. Of... I was thinking you were gonna talk about like actual insectoid parasites or like germ-like parasites. Uh, this is much worse. <laughs> Almighty Sinner, Almighty Sinner, uh, you are Sean, who's been leeching my life force for upwards of of two and a half years now. So, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> if anything, mate, it's mutual. <laughs> then we it's have Touchy Diplomat, all lowercase. Uh, you you can't get them confused, of course. Um, Touchy Diplomat. Well, if if you're getting diplomatic, you know, there's a route I really want to go. Um, look, man, if you want to go that route, we can just take it to the land escaping place. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Um, Four Seasons Hotels. They, they, there you go, Tajima. That, that's your parasite. Why are they a parasite? Because clearly they are unnecessary. Any any m mediocre or moderately capable landscaping company could do the same job just as well. Uh, so there we go. <laughs> Circumvent that one a little bit. Uh, Silk Inspector. Uh, Silk Inspector, the, the parasite that I'm going to give you is... Uh, you, you, you get the movie Parasite, the Oscar-winning movie Parasite. That one's all yours, Silicon Spectre. Congratulations. Wow, that's wow they one. get the only good one. So, uh, thus far, yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, we have capital T Touchy Diplomat remembers the school days he spent alone. Um, and you know what? Uh, you get the Parasite. Uh, we're, 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 we're leaning into this, apparently. Uh, which is, uh, student debt and, oh. uh, and predatory loans. Oh, God. Oh, it hurts. So, uh, yeah, I mean, who who could have thought that, that the end of this episode would go this direction? But it has, you know? Oh, Here God. we are. It's more scary than the anime. <laughs> so, uh... We, we really appreciate it. And if you guys would like to contact us, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over on to AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Perhaps complaining about the length of our episodes, which have gotten very long recently. Yep, yes, they have. And we're sorry, Dylan. Uh, but thank you all so much for tuning in, as always. Uh, don't forget to love each other. Times are tough, but we're, we're going to make it through. We've got, we've got the power of God and anime on our side, after all. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Also, Dylan sent me a picture of his leg. It's got a test on it. Is it a faux pas to send someone uh, someone else's uh, leg pic to someone else? Hmm. Do you think Dylan would mind if I sent you his leg pic?
I just sent it back to Dylan because I'm a dumbass. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm going to delete that before he sees it. It's like, wait a minute. It's like I got a dick pic from him and I'm like, ooh, do I send... I mean, they all look the same, right? So maybe maybe he won't notice. Uh, it's a shame you're probably not recording because I still am. <laughs> all right, I'm going to stop recording now. Uh